Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Addictive Pod. My name is Adrian, and today I'm sharing a story of incredible transformation. My guest used to be a daily drinker who couldn't take care of herself or anyone else, sinking deeper into debt and depression. Today, she has found peace and joy as a sober mother, a homeowner, and a blog writer. Please join me in welcoming Sober Sadie. Sadie, welcome to the Addictive Pod. It's so good to finally meet you. So good to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited to to do this. I know that we talked a while ago, and I've been following you on on Insta, and I've been following your blog for a while now, and I just love the content you put out. Like, it's really genuine, and it's very. Um, I think your writing is very poetic, and it it speaks to people's experiences. So I I want to hear your whole story. Like, I'm really excited to to hear the full from beginning to end story of recovery. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. That's honestly, that's so nice of you. Um, I'm so happy to be, you know, like speaking from my experience and, you know, uh, being sober now, it's just like, honestly, I, I wish that I could just like bottle this up and just give it to everybody because <laughs> this is just like such a different life than I ever expected for myself when I was drinking like it just it's a huge game changer and I I see that actually like in your before and after pictures it's interesting because um in a way they're not as dramatic as some pictures I've seen like you don't have marks on your face from meth yeah. or anything like that right. but but there is a drastic change like I really see a joy in your eyes now that yeah. wasn't there before and there's something and in your previous pictures like five six years ago you do look like you have a different attitude about life like do you know what I do you know what I mean oh my gosh I know exactly what you mean and I you know like looking back at those pictures it doesn't even I'm like getting choked up even thinking about it it just it seems like a different person and I think yeah. that I was a different person like I wanted different things out of life I think that I I felt like I was like a victim of of my life as opposed to um feeling like a fighter like I I mm. you know like it, it alcohol like I honestly didn't realize like in the midst of my addiction that like had just how much damage it was doing to my, to, to, to me, to my body, to my mind, you know, like it, it really wasn't until I, I, um, came out of it, even like two years after I came out of it, I was like, hang on, like, is that really like who I was? Like, yeah. what you know, like, it's just such a different, just makes a big difference in attitude even. Yeah, it's something that I first noticed when I saw your Instagram page. Like, it's something that really caught my interest of just the that transformation, right? Like, who were you back then? What were your what were your thoughts about life, and why did you drink? I guess is what I want to know. Like, what was going on in your life that made you use alcohol the way you did? Well, um, I guess that brings me to like the beginning of when I first started drinking. I was always against drinking. My dad was a big drinker um, when I was starting from when I was like five, he, uh, he was just drinking all the time. And I guess like, like, obviously you see your parents cope in, in, in ways when, when life gets difficult. So, um, you start, you know, doing the same thing that they did. So when I was 16 years old, my brother got sick. He, uh, he had, he had cancer, he had lung cancer and he, um, like this is the first time that I'd ever really experienced loss or like even this type of sickness. 
And um, yeah, he, he passed away and I wow. did not know how to deal with it. I was 16 years old and like all my friends around me were, were all experimenting with alcohol and, and, you know, some drugs, but like, um, but I mean like weed mostly, yeah. but like uh, alcohol for me, it was like, it got to the point, like all of a sudden, I just remember thinking like every single weekend felt like a waste of a weekend if I wasn't drinking. Hmm. And just like having that mentality going from, I mean, and it just got worse. Like the people I was hanging out with, um, like I I would only hang out with people who were drinking. And so like that changed my entire group. Um, Like it, it suddenly was like peer pressure and I'm drinking constantly. And, you know, like I, I loved the, the way that I felt when I was drinking what like at the start because I felt like there was so much wrong with my life that like this was the only way that I felt like I could deal with it you know and how did you feel when you weren't drinking like let's say you had a weekend where you're just with family or you're um you were doing something else how did you honestly I was like I was mad like (laughs) if I if I if it honestly it felt like a waste of a weekend and like I I would actually be like what the like I would be pissed off because it'd just be like well I did nothing this weekend because like you know like I just it was like a disappointment because um I couldn't get drunk which is just so terrible like can you tell me about leading up to getting sober like the last few years of your drinking um Mm -hmm. what was that like because I know that like having having your son was a very big motivator but were there some signs even before then that your drinking was was getting under control well, yes, uh, we had like my, my fiance and I had an apartment that we were living in and we were drinking constantly. And it was like, it was to the point where we wouldn't even be cleaning the, the apartment. It was just like a, a complete disaster. Um, like we would just be drinking instead. We wouldn't even be paying our bills. We would just be drinking. And I mean, like our relationship it was like the start of our relationship and we fought more then than we do now. Like it was, it was just like the, the amount of alcohol that was consumed was just like, it was, it was causing just so much damage in, yeah. within our relationship that, um, and like, I remember, like, I barely remember things, but I just remember like fighting um, just all the time and like throwing stuff and at each other you know like just a completely different relationship than what we have now like it's it's crazy the difference so did you guys both i'm jumping ahead but did he get sober as well so he um yeah he he decided to quit when i quit so okay basically what happened was when we were living in this apartment we found out that we were pregnant and actually we decided to quit drinking and then two weeks later we found out that we were pregnant so um it was kind of like it was funny because like my last drink uh then back then um was on my brother's birthday like the one that passed away because Mm -hmm. like every year on his birthday we used to drink uh like his favorite alcohol which is uh Rickard's Red um so we would kind of do that in celebration and I just remember being like ugh, like this is gross um I like I felt sick and this is like a beer or two in and I was like this is really strange like I just don't feel like finishing this and that never happened before like 
I always wanted to finish my alcohol. <laughs> right. Um, you wanted more. It was never, it was never Oh, enough. exactly. There was exactly. Uh, yeah. So we, we, we quit and that was like August 22nd, 2015, um, which is the same, like we quit smoking and drinking on that date and wow. smoking. I never picked up again. Thank goodness. Good That's hard. Thank you. It's honestly, it's, it's crazy to think now too, because like, I'll go outside and I'll be like, wow, I used to, you know, like want to, I used to, this is when I would smoke. Like this yeah. is when I would want to have a cigarette, but now it's like just that mentality. I, yeah, it's just, it's so much nicer not having to smell like cigarettes. I don't miss yeah, that at all. A lot of, a lot of people will quit drinking first and then cigarettes will be way later, but there's yeah. actually a lot of science to show that it's better to quit both at the same time. Honestly, um, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way because whenever I was drinking, I wanted to smoke. Like I, yeah, they I go together. Oh, hundred percent. And, uh, like when I quit drinking because I mean, I ended up finding out I was pregnant. Um, it was just, it, I, I can't imagine any other way. Like I, I'm so glad that I quit smoking then and was happy that everything turned out the way that it did. Um, how did yeah, you deal so we, with the like stress and the cravings of of smoking and drinking early on? Because I assume like some of the same problems are still there and you guys probably still had fights. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, yes. I, especially because like being uh, pregnant and not knowing like what to expect and like also just, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's crazy stressful. Working on our, our relationships through all of that and just kind of like being introduced to each other as like sober people as opposed to like drunken people. Um, it was just like, yeah, it was it was definitely stressful. But um, I think that like at the end of the day, I was just thinking like it's not about me. It's about my baby. Um, like I was I was mostly just, um, you know, overcoming the cravings, but also I felt, yeah, excited about it being somebody else that my, you know, I was just thinking of my baby, you know, that's yeah. like, that was my motivation, I guess. Like, it was just like, it doesn't matter what right now. I feel like that, that first pregnancy, um, I ate a lot of junk food and I was okay with it. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's how I dealt with the cravings is like, just, uh, not, not really doing the right things, but like doing the things that I felt were were better than drinking and smoking. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely better. Um, and then when your baby was born, what was that like? And, and how did you go through that transition of being a mom? Oh, man, it was uh, it was traumatic. It was uh, <laughs> it was quite the event. Um, my I had my son like completely natural and uh he was a really big baby he was uh nine pounds nine ounces and uh it was it was yeah it was traumatic um so after that I honestly felt like I was kind of like disconnected from just everybody yeah um because everybody that I had been in communication with before having a baby they were all drinkers like they were they have abandoned us because we we would go out and drink with them they were our best drinking buddies but right. as far as being um new parents we just we really had no um social groups anymore um 
and we also had to move into our like my uh brother-in-law's uh basement because we couldn't like uh, we lost the apartment we didn't have we didn't pay rent so of right. course we, we got kicked out so um yeah we were just like living in this small bedroom um with a cat and uh the the two of us with a baby and it was just wow. like it was it was hard it was really really difficult because i mean at the time the whole reason that we were there was to pay off our our credit like we had just we had collections calling us constantly like um yeah so it was it was hectic like we we honestly we came from um not having anything to now we don't even it's a completely different life like it's completely different and it was it was all because of our son I mean like we just wanted to have a better life for him we felt like it wasn't fair to give him the life that we were living did you did you guys find resources though like did you find people to help you like how do you I just don't understand that's such a huge shift from drinking together every day you're going crazy into debt like not paying off anything and then suddenly in a way you're in like a more stressful situation but you're not drinking you're not smoking like what did you guys do like what what did you do practically or or did anybody help you yeah i mean um like i said we we got a lot of help from my brother-in-law like honestly i i still thank him to this day because we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for him helping us um he really kind of just reset our mindset because we had been party, party, party up until getting pregnant. And then it was like, as soon as we found out that we were pregnant, um, he was like, okay, you're coming. And like, this is what we're going to do. Like, you're going to start paying off the creditors. You're going to start um, getting your stuff together. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of like a, a push that we needed at least a bit of a push that we needed. And it, it, it took a while for us to kind of get there, but eventually we, we did. Um, and it's just amazing. Like you and your fiance both had that shift and you were able to like prioritize this new human being, right? Like this new person and almost absolutely. want to change for them and want to create a better life for them. Like that's, that's really powerful. Absolutely. Well, and it's okay. So I, I will say that after, after having my son, I did go back to drinking because, um, it was, it was, it was something that I, the whole pregnancy, I was so excited about going back to my life. And that was, that was the, the major thing. Like, I was like, Oh, I can't wait till I'm, you know, not pregnant anymore so I can drink again. And that was like, it wasn't, like my, my thought process was still skewed by alcohol. It was still present, but it wasn't being consumed. Right. It was still kind of like that mental obsession. Like you were still yes. imagining going out, imagining being back in that scene. Exactly. And then it was such a, an eye-opening experience when when we had this little bundle of screaming joy (laughs) that like yeah life is never going to be the same and like that was that was that in itself was like such a hard thing to overcome because it was like the life like you kind of go through like this um like grieving yeah exactly like grieving your your past life and and like 
um, just you're completely unsure of what's ahead. It's terrifying. It's, it's terrifying holding a baby, a newborn baby. And, and it's, yeah, it's life-changing. So what was it like when you drank again, once your baby was born? Um, did that, did it have the same effect or was it just, you knew when you drank that it wasn't, it wasn't the same? Well, unfortunately it became all encompassing and it consumed me again. Um, and it's, I mean, it's sad to think because especially looking back at like, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself because I just allowed that to, you know, seep back into my life. It's just disappointing. Um, but I mean, especially cause at the time I'm, I'm looking after this sweet child that is just like so innocent and pure. And like, I was just getting completely hammered and to the point where I would wake up the next day and I would have no idea what, first of all, I did. Um, and second, if anything had happened to my baby, I, there, I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that was basically, um, what that, that thought, um, every time I, I would wake up from drinking, um, that was what I, that's what kind of like, it, it was like inception. It just like, it kept like, I kept thinking more and more about how this sweet little baby, like I would have no knowledge of what happened. Like I would wake up and, and I, yeah, it was just like that, that feeling. I just yeah. had like this feeling yeah. that like something happened the night before. I don't remember. I don't know if my kid is okay. That's terrifying. Absolutely. And and that went on for a few years, right? That was well, so it was 2015 or no, 2016 that he was born? Yeah, so he was born in 2016 and then um I guess in 2018 is when I like the 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 very start of 2018 is when I I quit drinking. I tried in like December of 2017 um to quit and I I I didn't I was you gotta wait to the new year's it's got yeah (laughs) I guess new year's resolution right because we went to Mexico like my my fiance's family is in in Mexico and so like all the drinking there oh yeah I was at 22 days oh you do (laughs) yeah I'm actually (laughs) planning it I'm planning a trip to Mexico possibly in January to visit some family so um it's so beautiful I've never been. I've actually never been. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. But there's a lot. There's a lot of drinking yeah, and partying yeah, they there. Love, like... They love good food, good <laughs> and tequila, good drinking, tequila and wine. <laughs> yes, that's why I failed. I mean, I also was not confident in my decision, but it was it was there that I was like, you know what? This is yeah. This is I can't do this anymore. Like this is. I remember like the last time I ever got drunk was uh, in in Mexico. And, uh, I started freaking out at, at Nick, like my, my fiance. And, uh, I just remember like at the back of my mind, like I, I knew that I was being ridiculous and I knew that this is what alcohol was doing to me. And if I wanted to continue drinking that I would lose everything if I, if I kept drinking. What was it like in January? So when you make that, when you make that final decision, um, what was it like in January? Because now you have you have your son who's two years old at this point, right? Just about. Um, <clears throat> it was it was really really hard and it was really scary and I feel like um, I like I remember the first week or so just feeling like a constant hangover. It honestly felt like 
I, I just felt sick. Like I just yeah. felt worn out. And, uh, to be honest, I feel like my son didn't even notice a difference in my, in, in my attitude because, um, every day of his life up until that point, I was just laying down. Like I would, I was incapable of, I, I couldn't even make him breakfast. Like I couldn't wow. even do stuff for yeah. him. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that first week was really tough, but then once I got in the habit of, of not drinking, like it's, it's just like, you're so used to, um, like this, the, the schedule of like, oh, um, you know, I'm, 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 it's five o'clock. Let's, you know, I'll just have a drink or, you know, like you just get so used to that, mm -hmm. that rep repetition, you know? What would you recommend? Let's say there's a mom who is going through postpartum or there's someone who's just quitting drinking and struggles to get out of bed. Like what practically can they do um, or, or that you did to, to help to get through that? Well, honestly, I feel like the first little while I didn't really do much. And I think that that's what I needed to do. I, I yeah. needed to just like give myself time because I didn't want to put any pressure on myself because I already was putting pressure on myself. Um, and I think that like, just listen, just listen to your needs. Um, if you, I, I, I would also recommend just going outside because, um, anytime you have like a craving going outside is just, just being able to breathe and just be like on your own and just, yeah, I think that that's like the, the most important things just like listen to yourself and be outside and put put like the I don't know just set up distractions for yourself set up um like prepare different drinks that you can make that are not alcoholic I mean kombucha for one like that was like my go-to drink because it was the bubbly yeah um, it kind of has that it has that similar feeling Exactly. And so I would like, I would put kombucha in like a wine glass and that was kind of like exactly what I needed. And then, um, I mean, yeah, like just drinking water too. I realized after I quit drinking, like I, I really didn't drink any water. <laughs> I never stayed hydrated. The only yeah. time I did was when I was hungover, which, you know, so I think, um, yeah, just, just listening to what your body wants and also just like being at peace with your decision, like just, just be kind to yourself and don't put any pressure on yourself. When do you think you started to have an attitude change and, and feel the joy that you feel now? Like what, what point were you able to just get up and do the things through your day and start to move forward? Honestly, I feel like that's a good question. Um, I, I feel like it was maybe like four or five months down the road. Um, okay. Because like we were, we knew that we needed to make a change and I was, you know, it was, it was at the point where I was ready to make that change. And, um, there were so many things that I previously just, um, put off, like getting my driver's license, for example, it was just one thing that I never really expected for myself because I was just like, I don't need, I don't need to drive. Like everyone else drives me around. And then once I got sober, it was just kind of like, I, I, I kind of want that for myself. I, I want to achieve certain things. Um, whereas 
before alcohol kind of like impeded that. Um, I never really wanted to strive for anything. I never wanted to be successful because I just wanted to drink. Yeah. It took over all other ambitions, right? Like that became the priority. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean like once, once I, I quit and I, you know, like I, as I said, it was the, it was the second time that I had tried quitting. Well, I guess the third technically, but I, I was ready to, at that point, I was ready for a different life and I was ready and eager to start, um, you know, like doing things for myself that would benefit not just me, but my, my family. After you had a few months under your belt or, or six months or whatever it was, did something change and did you start to do something else or, or what was the, um, like, what do you attribute that transformation to? Well, it's hard to say because, um, right when I was quitting, I knew that I wanted to change. I knew that I had to change my life because I just was so unhappy with the the state of my life up until that point. Like I knew that something had to change. I had, um, I had been drinking so much that I had not been, you know, like parenting and I hadn't been cleaning up after myself. I hadn't been cleaning up, you know, like sorting things even. And um, like, I, I really leaned on my dad a lot. My dad is, uh, he quit drinking in 2006. Amazing. Um, like when actually like when my brother was sick, he's, he quit drinking so that he could have like his last conversation with my brother wouldn't be while he was blacked at blackout drunk. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so he, and did he stay sober since then? He has not touched any alcohol, Amazing. Since, which is Amazing. absolutely incredible. Like, and honestly, it's, it's been like, I started drinking when he quit and it took me a long time to actually like get, uh, close to my dad because like, there's a lot of issues from, from when I was growing up because of his drinking. Right. Right. Um, but it took a long time. And eventually like when I, when I was ready to have a relationship with him, um, like he really helped me like just by encouraging me to get sober. And he didn't, he didn't even know how bad it was. He didn't, uh, I guess I was, I was very good at hiding, um, everything to my, to my family, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. So like when eventually it was my turn to get sober, he was really, really helpful. Um, I talked to him every day uh, because of it. That's that's awesome. That's that's a unique experience. I think a lot of people who grew up with alcoholic parents, um, at least the of the people that I've talked to, I mean, they um, it will inspire them at first to not touch alcohol, and yeah. then they become alcoholic, and then you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it, it has a it has a roller coaster effect oh, on uh, on on the children as well. Um, For sure, so that's amazing. Your dad was able to get sober and inspire you and help you out like that. Absolutely. It was honestly, it was so, I don't think I could have really done it without him because he, it was just having that, that family member who had been through the same situation as me was like really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, just even just to like, you know, cause he understands like, yeah, just having somebody, you know, holding my hand, um, while I was going through this was just really, really helpful. And I also just wanted to make him proud. I wanted to make everybody proud, you know? So, um, that was kind of, I used that as, uh, encouragement to continue, um, like being like changing my life in a good way. 
And then your your in-laws as well. I remember you were saying like they were being supportive and they they kind of created a like an environment for you and your fiance to to start that new life as well. Absolutely. So it sounds like you guys had really good people in your oh, corner. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. It was honestly, it was just incredible because like we didn't really, we didn't know what what was going to happen. Like we didn't know what to expect when we first decided to stop drinking. Like I had, I, I honestly thought that my life was going to be over. Like I, mm -hmm. I just, I just assumed that it was like, okay, well now I'm not going to have anything fun to do. Like I'm not going to have any social interactions with people anymore like what, right. what is life when when I'm not drinking like this is so scary to me but like more and more every day I was just like oh man I can have so much fun doing my own thing like I you know like I get up and dance now and you know like it's <laughs> I dance with my kids awesome. and I you know it's just it's the little things that you have to really enjoy and that's what you end up enjoying the most like that's what makes the biggest difference in the day-to-day -day life of a sober person and that mm. kind of feeling of like doing something on my own was just so empowering and I just I, I you, you kind of get addicted to that kind of feeling of like I love doing this I love I love doing this on my own this is not something I ever expected to do but I love feeling like I've accomplished something and you accomplished it sober right like that's another that's Absolutely. a crazy part of it is that realization that, wait a second, like, not only can I do these things on my own, but I'm doing them because I'm clear thinking and I'm, exactly. I'm healthier. And wow, like what I what what's possible for me now? Like that exactly. is such a crazy realization. And that's just it. So I started kind of going after that feeling of like, what else can I do that makes me feel accomplished? Like what 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 else can I do? So I started looking for a better job. I started and, and I eventually got a better job. And then it was, it's just like one thing after another that kind of led me to where I am today, where it's just like, okay, what can I do next? Like, how can I improve my situation that much more? Um, and instead of kind of like thinking about what I'm missing out on with alcohol, think about how much I get to do because I'm not tied down by drinking. Right, right. Um, but it sounds like it was a it sounds like it was a tough journey because from your social media and from your blog posts, um, I mean it's not like the the few years of sobriety were a cakewalk. Like not drinking through that, I mean that is amazing as well to go through some of these really challenging experiences and not to turn to your to your drug of choice. Can you tell me a bit about that? What that experience was like? Well, um, so my mom actually uh, she had she had dementia. She actually passed away in. Uh, December of 2016 so it's it's almost it's almost five years which is so so crazy to think um so it, it actually happened before I quit drinking but I mean obviously this is still like a very very recent thing for me when I when I first got sober and of course this is like something that you push out of your your or you try to push out of your mind when you're when you're drinking but of course it doesn't it's it doesn't work it doesn't like numbing the pain with alcohol does not make it any easier to deal with so mm -hmm. when I eventually got sober it was just like having like all of these very real very difficult emotions just kind of like just crashing into me um and it was hard and it's 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 still even to this day I'm still you know it's it's very hard to deal with because these the, the grief is just so um 
well, that's just one of those things in life that like you just you it's you, you kind of learn how to deal with it mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately mm-hmm. um but it's like every day it's it gets easier but um yeah just not not going back to the drinking it still is better than you know like if i if i started drinking tomorrow because I miss my mom, it would only make just everything worse. Like it, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of remembering that situation of like it, no matter what your brain thinks, no matter what your cravings may tell you, um, it's not true because like, you know, what's going to happen when, when right. drinking is involved and you know how much worse it's going to be because I, and I mean, there'd be days or like weeks where I would just sit in bed and not do anything because I just felt so empty. And and this was in sobriety or this was when you were drinking? This is when I was drinking as a mm. way of kind of like coping with my mother's death. Um, and I mean, versus now, the way that I deal with my mother's death is like, you know, like I, I get sad and I allow myself to be sad, but I also allow myself to live and go outside and experience just everything that I can experience instead of, you know, just like laying down. And what I think the, another big thing is like, what would she have wanted for me? Would she want me to be drinking this pain or would she want me to be, you know, living my life to, to the, to its fullest? Like she isn't alive anymore, but I still am. So why shouldn't I live? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. What you said about allowing yourself to experience the sadness as well, because that's what the the voice in our head kind of tells us to do is just don't feel anything, right? Yeah. Numb out, escape from that feeling. This is bad. This is going to hurt. Yes. Um, it'll feel better if we numb out. And yeah. and all the addictions kind of will will answer that voice and, and be a solution to that voice. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it just doesn't work. Like it's a lie. And what you said is so yeah. true about remembering what the impact will have like you kind of can imagine what would happen if you took that drink and if you did decide to numb out how it would affect your ability to be a mom how it yeah. would affect your ability to to be a wife right it's yeah. um it's having that awareness and and you clearly have that level of presence and level of um yeah just awareness of of what drinking was in your life and and what it would do if if you brought it back and i think that's uh that's an incredible thing to have yeah Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> so what's life like now? Like, tell me more about um, like what what just makes you happy now? What makes you feel fulfilled and and feel present today? Um, Honestly, I have there's so much going on in my life right now. And I feel like that's like the biggest thing for me is that I just always have to keep busy. There's just I, I can't be idle anymore. I feel like I spent like the whole I, I, I want to say about 10 years of, of drinking, um, that whole time, I feel like I didn't learn anything. And I, I just kind of was like stuck. And now since then I'm, I feel like I'm like making up for lost time. So I'm getting, mm. I'm so busy. I've got like three jobs on the go right now. And you know, it's just, it's, I've got, uh, I've got, like I said before, I've got 34 birds. Like I've got, <laughs> 31 chickens and three guinea fowl. And then I've got two kids, like a a new dog. Like, it's just, there's so much going on that, you know, like alcohol is just like, it's, it's not even a part of my life anymore. And it's just like, 
like the part that I have of alcohol, like the, the only part that alcohol has in my life is just me talking about like overcoming, um, being addicted to it. And I think that this is like the most positive way that alcohol, alcohol could ever be in my life at this point. Like, yeah, it's part of your past that you can use to help others. Right. Like that's exactly, exactly. And it's just like, like every day is just, I, I think about, it's not to say that I think about drinking every day, but I, I'm mostly just, I think about how, how far I've come because I never, I never ever thought that I would be where I am today. I never thought that I would even be, you know, like a week sober. I, I never thought that I would be here and everything that I have accomplished in the last almost four years has been because I was sober. I believe it. I believe it. And I see it in those pictures like we were talking about at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Like that transformation is just amazing. And thank you. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for you. I'm happy for for your kids and all your chickens and your husband <laughs> and everyone in and your life. Like, it's, and- yeah, <laughs> it's a full house over there. I'm oh just happy. It's amazing that you get to be that person and you get to be a part of those people's lives and, and have the impact that you have. Um so I'm I'm really glad to get the chance to share your story and I wish you all the best in the in the coming years. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This has just been like such a nice uh, experience. You've got a great podcast. So thank you for oh, allowing me to that. be here. For sure. Fellow Canadians helping yes. out each other. <laughs> thank you everybody so much for listening to this episode of the Addictive Pod. If you enjoyed listening to Sadie, you can follow her on Instagram at sober Sadie. And you can find her blog at SoberSadie.com. Follow the show at Addictive Podcasts on Instagram and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to grow the audience. If you have any feedback about the show, if you want to be a guest or simply are new to recovery and don't know where to go, feel free to reach out over Instagram. I'm always happy to get messages from you guys. I also have an exciting announcement. So next week is the 50th episode and thanks to the encouragement of many of you listeners i will be sharing my story of recovery for the first time on here so stay tuned and until next wednesday remember we recover together <laughs>